1: You're listening to Comedy Central. January 7th, 2014. From
2: Comedy Central's World News headquarters in New York, this is The Daily Show with Jon Stewart.
0: very kind Our guest tonight uh, guest tonight from the new movie Philomena, Steve Coogan, the great Steve Coogan is going to be joining us right here in our studio. We'll be talking to him, but (laughs) our top story tonight. I'm about to roll a clip. (laughs) Chances are when you hear this clip, when you see this clip, you will applaud for two reasons. One, it will be a feeble attempt to keep yourselves warm, which, uh, (laughs) face facts not gonna happen seriously <laughs> even inside here I see the audience looking around to see which one of them to eat first <laughs> and two you will applaud because you people are moral degenerates roll the clip in
2: Colorado today the start of a brand new industry as that state became the first in the country to make it legal for most people to buy marijuana
0: right now. I know my audience. (laughs) Recreational pot is now legal in Colorado, which will, according to Lester Holt, create a brand new industry in that state. Uh, A a pot-selling industry. Wow. Brand new. (laughs) I guess lucky for Colorado, it's stores selling water pipes for tobacco and black light posters. (laughs) Infrastructure can easily be repurposed for this new pot industry. But I imagine, you know, it's not going to be like the wild west out there in Colorado. There's going to be some stringent limits on this new law.
3: Pot purchasers must be at least 21
0: years old. Check. <laughs> Rules out the kiddies.
2: You can't light up in public and police warn you still can't drive high.
0: What? <laughs> well then riddle me this Batman, why does Taco Bell have a drive-through? That, my friends, that's entrapment. Can't drive high. That is entrapment. All right. Getting restric- uh, stricter here. Any restrictions on the sale of marijuana?
2: Pot shops cannot open until 8 a.m. and must close by midnight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, given your clientele, I'm pretty sure you, you, you could have gone with noon till midnight. <laughs> It would have been fine. But 16 hours a day is a pretty good window of opportunity for recreational users to head down to their local potteria, their their local pottery barn, if you will. (laughs) Get a little bit of a a sweet buzz on. Any restriction on on how much they can have? An individual can have one ounce of marijuana in their possession. So no restrictions. (laughs) Holy (laughs) (laughs) An ounce, that is a lot of pot. Is that for recreational use or industrial use? <laughs> an ounce was a lot of the low-grade pot I used to smoke. I can't even imagine how far an educated pot consumer could stretch an ounce of today's hydroponic, non-1980s Jersey swag pot. <laughs> of course, like in most instances where America is slightly changing, the most interesting take came from our friend Bill O'Reilly's The Old-Timey Americana Restoration Hour. <laughs> Crank up the grumpelodeon. If you
2: use any intoxicating agent, your goal is to leave reality. You're not satisfied with your current state of mind. You want to get high, buzz, blasted, whatever. Some adults can handle that on occasion, others cannot. So it's literally Russian roulette.
0: LITERALLY RUSSIAN ROULETTE! (laughs) Bill, what are you talking about? Literally! (laughs) In fact, I think the only difference between a bong hit and pointing a loaded gun at your own skull (laughs) is that the gun can kill you instantly and must never be criminalized or restricted in any way ever. (laughs) Ever! Ever! (laughs) But then... By the way, I just want to point out to the audience at home, they are applauding ironically. (laughs) But then the Just Say No part of the program took a bit of a hairpin turn now more bad news combine
2: the drug aspect with the internet according to a report by the american academy of pediatrics 75 percent of 12 to 17 year olds in the usa have cell phones and virtually all of them text
0: What the hell just happened? <laughs> How do we go from just saying no to, and what's with all the beep beep boo boop machines? And with the LOL and the TTYK and the music and the dancing with the pelvis and the, oh. <laughs> what happened? What, you should not, well, you wouldn't happen to have a surprising exemplar of a society and a culture that's getting it right here that perhaps undercuts the inherent message in everything else you and your colleagues at Fox have ever said.
2: In China, young people are encouraged to compete, be disciplined, to live in the real world.
0: Not here. Why can't America (laughs) be more like the People's Republic of China? (laughs) And, while the truth is, the Chinese use text messaging more than anybody else in the world, I guess the thought behind this is you could keep kids from texting so much by restricting the size of their families through central planning. My favorite part, however, was watching a Columbia professor and expert on drug policy take in this new drug and texting phenomenon.
2: Kids in pot, you don't recommend that, right? Of course not. Uh, I don't recommend kids taking alcohol or smoking. All right, thank you, and I, and I appreciate that. Um, Texting. You know it's an addiction. It's, it's, it's going crazy. Are you aware of that, right? No, I'm, I'm not aware that.
0: It's an addiction. <laughs> wait, wait. Smart black guy with dreads disagrees with me. I will do the opposite. Get me a bald white idiot. Texting, the incessant use of Facebook, the use of marijuana now. You'll do just fine. <laughs> I'm sorry I interrupted you. You were railing against the marijuana texting industrial complex. <laughs> and by the way, for extra bonus pleasure, watch the guest reaction to Dr. Abloh's expertise. Even the people who can identify this as a huge problem are using texting. It deposits them
2: in a virtual world where their feelings don't need to have integrity, where their intentions can be the same as a pot smokers, non-motivational, looking for the next high. And you say to that. Well, I, I, I don't know what to say.
0: I guess I could say you're a idiot. But of course, many establishment figures are wringing their hands, even former pot smokers like The New York Times, David Brooks.
2: Most of us age out of marijuana use, because it's not that exciting when you find more, severe, more serious and more uplifting pleasures. I think the state, through its laws, should encourage a culture that discourages the use of marijuana on
0: both moral grounds and health grounds. Now that I no longer use it. <laughs> you just don't get it, Brooks. You don't understand the exuberance of the feast. You know, I read a great thing recently. This guy wrote happily about having an orgy of excess, his head fogged with wine and bourbon, made him realize how much he hates living in the age of the lily-livered, quote, lily-livered, when everything is a pallid parody of itself. Gone, he wrote sadly, is the exuberance of the feast. Gone is the grand and pointless gesture. I believe that stirring tribute to hedonism was written by (laughs) David Brooks. (laughs) How, how, How weird is that? That's so weird. I wonder. I wonder how he forgot about that. Probably a little bit of that. We'll be right back.
3: Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your
1: life. Transform the world. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee visit rightrug.com that's r i t e r u g.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you 24 month financing is available with approved credit for 90 years we've been right here right now right rug flooring Welcome back so uh, you, you
0: you got your recreational marijuana it's now legal in Colorado you know, we, we've heard how pot use has recently combined with texting to devastating consequence. <laughs> but there's another reason why America should reconsider this liberalization of pot law. Pot just makes you dumb. It just makes you dumb! <laughs> it just does, in the same way that Santa Claus just is white. <laughs> Unassailable truth. And that's not all that pot does. Most people that do smoke pot, I watch their ambition being curtailed steadily, and they never reach their potential. A no on
3: pot because I believe it is addictive
0: and it leads to more serious drugs.
2: What's Uh, to keep somebody from getting all potted up on weed and then getting behind
0: the wheel?
4: uh, Nothing.
0: (laughs) No, no, that is just too tasty. Hit me again. What's Uh, to keep somebody from getting all potted up on weed and then getting behind the wheel? All uh, right, nothing. Sample that audio, Beyoncé. That is... <laughs> okay, there's no question that pot, like everything else, can have its downside. But, you know, a recent UC San Diego study found that alcohol appears to harm the teenage brain even more than, and I'm using clinical terminology here, getting potted up on weed. <laughs> so, your argument against marijuana... it would carry a lot more weight if the same individuals had a similar perspective on America's alcohol usage and go.
2: It's Wine day, Wednesday, Wednesday, it best day of the week. Great job <laughs> getting yes. us drunk.
3: We could all use a stiff drink. Fantastic, margarita day. If
2: you're not going to drink it, pass it around.
3: I haven't had
1: a beer in, ever.
2: Would you like, like a beer?
1: It's been New Year's Eve.
0: I'm going to get real drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get real drunk. I just hope I don't see any of them loser potheads while I'm getting all up, (laughs) because that would kill my totally socially acceptable alcohol buzz. So we clearly know that marijuana is a deadly gateway drug from which no sane person can ever hope to escape. But our view of alcohol is not even benign indifference, but celebratory. Where marijuana always leads you to a dark path, how do we view the effect of beer? Light. <gasps> Holy. <laughs> <laughs> Beer is magic. <laughs> it turns an overcrowded sweltering cityscape into a beach party where skateboards become surfboards and business suits become bikinis. But rest assured our children will never be exposed to this potentially overstated fantasy world that glorifies alcohol consumption unless unless they watch TV.
2: It's not just a good time, it's Miller time. Cross-brewed Coors
0: Light, the world's most refreshing beer. Michelob Altres, the superior light beer. Bud Light, here we go. That's one afternoon of watching football. It gives me cirrhosis of the eyeballs. <laughs> I can't sit down with my kid for a pleasant afternoon watching grown men give each other concussions without being bombarded by the Harry Potter-esque transformative power of fermented hops. Not that they aren't looking out for the kids. Please drink responsibly. What? I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you over the snowing bikini party. Maybe if pot had as many commercials as beer, we wouldn't let it worry us so much. Honestly, it wouldn't even be that hard. You could use the same commercials. Most of them barely even need to be changed. You know that Dos Equis guy? He is the most interesting man in the world. Actually, he's just an actor. But if you get high, he will become the most interesting man in the world. That's the beauty of marijuana. And if I may say so, at the same time, your couch will become the most interesting couch. <laughs> beer commercials could easily be retrofitted
1: bud smoke bud that
0: actually even (laughs) that even makes more sense because you might buy beer if a frog tells you to but only weed really makes you believe the frog (laughs) we'll be right back
3: are you ready to take charge of your health journey look no further than trinity school of natural health
1: right rug flooring.
0: Welcome back to my guest tonight. An actor and a comedian. His new film, which he produced, co-wrote and stars in, is called Philomena. Please welcome Steve Coogan. Thank you very much for being here. Glad to be here. Now, it's, you know, for everybody that 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 knows you and and uh, your great comedy, this is a surprising project for you to take on. What, just briefly, what is the story of this, and and how did you even get involved in this?
4: Uh, I read an article in the Guardian newspaper when I was here in New York doing making a movie called The Other Guys with yes. Will Ferrell, and uh, very fun. And my downtime between my scenes playing a, a British ass. <laughs> which I'm quite good at. <clears throat> um, I saw this article in the newspaper about this uh, old lady. Uh, uh, the, the article was entitled "The Catholic Church Stole My Child," and um, it was about her being uh, him being adopted and uh, forcibly and taken to America, and uh, and uh, her search to find her son. And that sounded like a full of laughs to me. <laughs> uh, so, uh, a good sequel to yeah, the other guy, sure. exactly, guys. yeah. Sure. But um, it, it was, it's quite a harrowing story, but it, alongside the article, there's a photograph of uh, Philomena and uh, Martin Sixsmith, the journalist who I played, and they were laughing in the photograph, and I thought, well, if I can get some of the laughs
0: into this tragic story, maybe I can get some, something that's worth watching. But that was, I thought, the incredible, because it is, man, it's, it, it's a moving story, it's a dark story at times, it's powerful. There are a ton of laughs in it. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's great.
4: It, Well, the thing is, if you, if, you, if you, I always, you know this, you know, if you, if you want to talk about serious topics and you, you want to win over an argument or, or make your point, if you get people laughing, then they, they, they let their guard down and they're more open to uh, the argument you're putting. So, uh, so,
0: putting laughs into a serious topic is, is a good thing. How hard was it for you? Because there's moments in the film where I'm watching you be serious and earnest. And there is the comedian in me, my heart just wants to reach out and go, do a dick joke. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Why don't you fart? Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I was tempted. I
4: was tempted. <laughs> um, you know, and, and, uh, and th- there, are, there are plenty of jokes in there, but uh, sometimes you've got to have the, uh, the balls to say, okay, uh, no jokes now. You know, you, you should practice that sometime. I won't
0: be able <laughs> to. <it. laughs> I, I won't be able to. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> no, I'm am I'm a typical repressed Brit. It's how I am. It's what am. Uh, uh, th- this now. Obviously, you do something about this. It's it's about this woman's story, the, the Catholic Church. There's there's been controversy now about this whole thing, uh, uh, that it's uh, it was anti-Catholic. Uh, you you had said that you felt like the Pope would like it. What's well, your, I think listen, I hope? think
4: as, I think as popes
0: go. Uh, you know,
4: this, this he'd, one seems, be, pre- I like he seems pretty good, you he know, seems as, really good. as popes go, he know? does, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, he's at the top of the pope list. Yeah,
4: well, you know, we, 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 we hope he'll, he'll take a look at it because, you know, it's not, it's not anti-religious because, you know, uh, um, it's also about forgiveness. I mean, I, I play the kind of smug, conceited liberal. Um, I don't know if you know any of those. No, I don't, oh, not, okay. not here. <laughs> um, not, not here in New York,
0: maybe out in the Midwest, <laughs> but not here.
4: So, and he kind of gets his comeuppance at the end of the movie, so it's, it's, it, there's a bit
0: of balance in there. It's, it's and she a... retains faith, even, even yeah. under, it seemed like it's not a story necessarily of, of the church, but of the times, of, a, of an era when this was viewed very differently than it is now. It, it's, it is about that. It's
4: about how things have changed, but it's also about the nature of, of, of faith. And it's, it's, what it says is no one has a monopoly on wisdom, you know, that we can all learn from each other. And, and my that Martin, you know, is, is secular in the movie. Uh, he's non-religious, and Philomena is religious right to the end. And he doesn't under, undergo a Damascene conversion yes. and, and find God. And she continues to believe in God, but they love each other and respect each other. And, uh, you know, that's, that's the way forward. Does she has, has she seen it? Is, was she able to see it? Uh, the, the, the real Philomena? Yes. Yeah, she's seen, she's been out on the, on the publicity trail with us. In fact,
0: uh, sometimes you can't shut her up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have, you, have you ever just tried just leaning in and going, shut the f***
4: um, I, I have, but it didn't work. <laughs> what? Yeah, I know.
0: What <laughs> did she, because you must feel incredible uh, burden when you're telling someone's story like that, to, to be the caretaker of that story. Uh, uh, w- w- did you watch it? with her? Were you in the room? No, no,
4: I wouldn't do that. You didn't do it? No, no, no. Uh, But, you know, she, 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 uh, she was, uh, at first she was a little nervous about it because we kind of poke fun at her, you know, and uh, her kind of uh, little old conservative blue-collar ways, Um, but, uh, but in the end she emerges heroically, so, uh, so, you know, she gets a free pass and and, uh, and, you know, I mean, t- for some of the criticism, some of it came from the, the, uh, the New York Post. I'm not familiar with that. No, no. <laughs> no. It's, um, it's a highly intelligent newspaper. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm going to take a look uh, at
0: it. Yeah, sometimes Owned by, <laughs> I assume, a brilliant
4: media magnate. Uh, yeah, a lovely guy called Rupert Murdoch. Not familiar. Oh, he's a lovely man. Uh-huh. He's so kind. And he, he's about people and, and, and good values. Oh. Yeah. Um,
0: Sounds like a good Christian fella.
4: Yeah, yeah. So, um, but, you know, I think if you get criticized by the uh, New York Post, then you're doing something right.
0: Or you're in a hot tub topless sucking on someone's toes. That's the most yeah. recent. That's right. Yeah, well, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's next on my list. No. Well, <laughs> welcome to the city then. Cheers. Uh, well, Philomena's in theaters now. It's doing gangbusters, it's, and it's great. And, and you're great in it. Uh, Steve Coogan. Go sit. <laughs>
2: Explore more shows from the Daily Show podcast universe by searching The Daily Show, wherever you get your podcasts. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central. And stream full episodes anytime on Paramount Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.
3: Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health.
1: Right Rug Flooring.